0: Thanks for tuning in to the Tiny and Big Podcast. We're a third culture couple sharing insights, one conversation at a time. All right. Uh, what's going on, everyone? First of all, I, I have to mention that although this is virtual, I, I currently smell like a barbecue because <laughs> I cook. No, hold on a second. I, I cooked burgers at home. And this is the first comment that Maria made before I started recording. So I think it's something that you should know. Anyways, it's good to come back. I know we we haven't been as consistent as we should have. So first of all, apologies for that. Um, No excuses. We will come back with a better frequency for you. And today's topic is actually pretty timely because it's June 1st, at least when when we're actually recording this. Probably not when we publish it. And the topic of today's menu is summer bodies. Now, I know when I say summer bodies... You're envisioning me in a speedo
1: please god no no No, why not please god no
0: (laughs) it's coming out i already have it and it's pink anyways jokes aside (laughs) so today we're talking about summer bodies
1: i know that that might be really triggering for for a lot of you to hear that summer body but we're not coming at it in that kind of way this is supposed to be a more positive hopeful uplifting podcast about summer bodies we're not, we're not about to recommend the, the next juice cleanse that you should do to, like, drop 50 pounds in 50 days.
0: But, you know, if that is you, do your thing. We're just trying to give you two different, um, I guess, perspectives on this topic. And we, we actually come from different lenses on this, so it should be interesting. We haven't actually spoken about this at length yet. It's the first time we're really doing it. So I'm equally excited, and I think Maria is too. And the first, I guess, subtopic here that we wanted to cover was... Uh, about making comments.
1: I think also there's a, for some people, when summer approaches, it's really um, anxiety provoking because they know that they're going to be wearing shorts or, you know, uh, be going to the beach soon. They're going to maybe traveling, seeing family members or people they haven't seen in a long time, especially coming out from this pandemic and maybe dreading that people are going to make comments about like, oh my God, you've lost so much weight. You've gained so much weight. You look different. And I think for me, that's the thing with making comments when summer approaches. I feel like people somehow feel more entitled to make comments about your body just because I feel like they can see it more, or maybe they haven't seen you in a while. And I know that people have a really tough time with that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think what I, well, the the last time I remember having probably more serious issues with this is when I was younger. You know, for people who are close to me, knew I was a bit. More on the overweight side, you know, but hey, I was glowing. So that's all that that, that counts. But Glowing or growing? Both. <laughs> glowing and growing. Um, but yeah, it, it was a bit more, for me, a sensitive matter. When I go to the beach, I'd have to take the shirt off. And I think a lot of guys struggle with this, especially if you're not naturally gifted or you're in a place where you're fit at a younger age. There's a lot of societal pressures. But I think the one thing that more recently, actually, and you probably helped with this too, is realizing that... The other side could just as much exist and what I mean by that is you could just as well see someone with a seemingly very nice body right man or woman, but on the inside are equally insecure about how they feel or how they look so just because someone looks quote-unquote good on the outside and good is very subjective obviously that can change from one person to the, to the next but I've, I've actually come across several people who seemingly look really good on the outside but struggle with that insecurity of how they appear externally uh, on the on the inside. Uh, and that's not always voiced obviously because the interior doesn't always match the exterior, but just to keep in mind that it's not just what someone visibly looks. So if you see someone might maybe who might be overweight, you know, that that's probably your first trigger to think, oh, you know, they might be struggling. Not always the case.
1: Yeah, some people are just happy with who they are. I fe- I feel mm-hmm. like in general regardless of a person is looking really fit or has maybe put on a few pounds please don't make a comment don't assume don't make them feel that they are much better of a person or that they are more worthy just because maybe they've they've lost some weight and they've been working on themselves this past year also don't make a person feel guilty if they were maybe eating chips and chocolate to get by you know like george said you never know sometimes it Even the people who appear, quote-unquote, the fittest have also insecurities. So when you make a comment about someone's abs looking good, for some people that could be like, okay, good, I need to continue to maintain my abs no matter the cost. I need to continue working out three times a day, for example. Mm -hmm. You don't know what's going on with a a person on the inside. You don't know what their relationship is like with their food and with, with, with their exercise routine,
0: it, it, it's never occurred to me to ever make a comment about how someone looks just because i also know how shitty that feeling is mm-hmm. when you make any kind of comment towards someone's body because you don't know first of all where they are in life you don't know what situation might have led to that it's very easy to assume and that's honestly i'll be the first to raise my hand here and for a lot of guys who are listening who uh, are maybe like me who, who enjoy fitness it's very easy to quickly assume that someone is lazy Right. And that was my biggest fault towards this topic is I'd look at someone, I would never say anything, but I think that internal ego would say, oh, well, you know, you didn't work as hard during COVID, you know, or, you know, you came up with an excuse and well, if, if I can take the stairs, even when the gyms are closed, why can't you, you know, again, I'd never say anything. But if you were to ask me like five years ago, that might have been my mindset. You know, and, and I think a lot of guys might resonate. I'm just being brutally honest. Like That's how I would think about it.
1: I think, there is, I think you're not... Thank you for sharing that, by the way. I know that that wasn't easy. But I think that you're not alone. I think that everyone, every time so we see some society in general, see someone who is maybe overweight or who, who is not looking amazing, the, uh, the automatic assumption is they're lazy. why aren't they employed because they're lazy why aren't they at top of their class because they're lazy why do they have some extra fat because they're lazy i think it's when you're sitting in a position of privilege it's easy to look down and say everyone should just work harder but you don't know what what these people are necessarily up against what their priorities are what their life looks like you don't know maybe they're trying really really hard this is maybe the best they can do right now
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and i think that's an important perspective also takes a bit of maturity time. I think someone has to hear that to fully reflect on it. Because I certainly like it just naturally that thought never occurred to me. You know, again, because I, I think I'm wired a bit differently than you are, but I think our conversations really help with that, which is why we're doing this. Shout out tiny and big. <laughs> um, and, and actually on that caveat too, I, I think something that I've, I've encountered previously is like, well, someone shows up to the beach and we're a group of friends. Someone's wearing a shirt and decides to keep a shirt on. Like, no, come on, bro, take it off, it's summertime, get in the, you know, and, and it never occurred to me that that much pressure could actually do more damage because that person is comfortable one and, and just wants, like that's, that's where their level is right now.
1: So you know what really pisses me off about that is that there's a reason some people prefer A not to go to the beach with friends or B to go to the beach with friends and keep their clothes on. Right. And I think that that's because society has deemed that there's only a certain group of people who are worthy of wearing shorts and a bathing suit or like a, or like a bikini. Like you said, sometimes people you'll be walking in the street and you'll hear comments. You'll hear comments about you, someone who is maybe a bit larger or curvier. And they're... they're um, wearing
0: like booty shorts. They're wearing booty shorts or they're it, wearing a bu- you know? bikini.
1: They're rocking it. And people will be like, ugh. Or sometimes... A comment that you don't think is harmful but is actually harmful is like you'll see someone who's overweight, for example, a woman and she's confident and she's in a bikini and she's having fun and then people will go like, Wow, good for her. As if she's she she does she's not deserving to be happy in her body just because she she's not a size two. Have hmm. you ever you know Yeah, I
0: know I can I can see that. And actually one of the things maybe to close the loop on this is also Back to my earlier point, like if you see someone, let's say, let's paint a story. You see a friend you haven't seen in, let's say, a month, right? You see them and that friend was maybe on the larger side. After a month, you see them at a house party and you see that person actually lost weight. And, you, and again, I'm at fault of this. The first uh, impulse or reflex is like, oh, dude, it's amazing. Like you lost so much weight. You look great. But one of the things that I've also learned through having conversations around this topic is... Don't just jump to that conclusion because even what could otherwise seemingly look like a positive comment, right? At least to me, it's a it's a compliment. Um, it's something more positive. That's how I think about it. You don't know though what has led to that person losing the weight.
1: Yeah, so, you really don't. Right. The, it could be
0: the, a sickness, it could be something like a disease like
1: it could be that they're starving themselves, it could be that they yeah. developed an eating disorder, it could be anything. Don't I feel like we're so quick as a society to to associate Thinness and weight loss with health. Sometimes, really, it's that's not the case. And when you when you when you praise people who've lost weight, you feed into the narrative that they're only worth being praised when they, you know, lose weight. So they feel like, For oh, sure. I need to keep doing this. I need to keep starving myself. I can't have any more carbs, or I should start working out even more to maintain this. That's not healthy.
0: Now, now, I do want to say though that if a friend willingly comes to you with like seeking help or whatever regarding either their their weight management uh, their health Uh, i mean hopefully you can help to a certain point or point them to an expert we're not saying neglected i'm certainly not at least i don't think that's the point of this i think that the first part of this this podcast conversation is just around being mindful that aesthetics don't always equate to health Mm -hmm. just want to make that very clear I think the next topic that we wanted to cover in relation to that, because I think now, now you kind of see both sides that we, we opened with, is taking care of yourself, you know, moving, feeling happy. I think those are probably the most important parts. And um, certainly for me, having been overweight during kind of my high school years, uh, it was really just an impulse for me. Like my personal change, one day I just woke up. I just decided that enough is enough. I was, you know, kind of sick and tired of being sick and tired, that old adage. It was really true for me, and and I really wanted to make that change. Fast forward to university days, I got into that, like, very, you know, bro like science. The guys probably understand what I'm referring to, even some of the girls. Um, Very heavy in the gym, you know, weightlifting. And here we spiral protein. Yeah, like all the (laughs) supplements. And here you, you spiral into. I might have been looking good like i filled out a shirt i felt confident i felt big muscular whatever you want to call it but i struggled with like back pain all day i felt like i felt like I was in a, in a cask like a skeleton of like an 80 year old even though i was weightlifting i wasn't maybe stretching properly and that's again because i was chasing aesthetics or maybe short-term goals we're going to cancun this summer i have you know three four months to look my best You know, so it's like these short term goals that are more geared to aesthetics, at least in my case, versus health. And that's probably changed in the past, I want to say, three years, especially in the past year and a half, where Mm -hmm. now the goal is really around health. Uh, It's about doing more yoga, more meditation. It's about running, um, you know, enjoying the outdoors, going for walks with you, for instance. Anything that feels good for the body, that energizes, it feels good for the mind. Um, and also I feel like it's a utility.
1: But uh, that's what I was gonna say For me it's it's about fe- like being functional. I want right. my body to be able to like, you know, squatting is not just for the gym. I don't know if where you guys keep your pots, but I keep my pots at the bottom cupboard. So I have to squat every day if when I want to make eggs or if I want to cook something. Mm-hmm. I want my body to be able to do that. Um, I want to be able to... Tie
0: your shoelace. Or like
1: even on the topic of summer and travel, I want to be able to like travel and like explore a city on foot, even if it means walking for 11 hours. You want your body to be functional and you want your body to, to feel good. I know this is so cliché, but like treat your body good now so that it can reward you later.
0: And in fact, in some of the, you know, the most prominent religious books as an example, they talk about treating your body like a temple.
1: I think all of them.
0: Yeah, and, and there's really a reason for it. And imagine this is we're talking, you know, thousands of years ago and uh, I think there, there's something very consistent here. So I guess the the kind of parting message at least it, Especially where I am in life, and I'm sure where Maria is in life, too. Um, our focus right now, more so, is about functional health, health that can be utilized in many different ways: for a walk, for a swim, for a slight jog, guys. Think about, you
1: know, you know what really opened my eyes to this uh, in my fourth year, my last year in in UFT. I took a course, um, uh, mental health and exercise. Mm-hmm. It shows you how exercise can has an impact on the neurobiology of your brain. So things like growth factors that help like the reproduction of neurons and the the cleaning of neurons, there's a huge boost in them. So that also improves your learning, your memory, your your mood. Um, There's a boost in concentration. My professor for that class would make us start the class with 20 jumping jacks. And then we would like on our break, he would make us do like a mini five minute workout. And I promise you, when we sat back on our desks, we were like super alert. It also helps with depression. It helps with anxiety. Incredible stuff like really on like the most fundamental neurobiological level, these changes uh, exist. But something I took away from that class beyond what happens in your brain is that he started by sharing with us. The reason why he wanted to create a course like this is because he realized how important exercise is when his father got old. Mm -hmm. And it came to a point where his father's legs were so weak, he couldn't lift himself off the toilet. Mm So now when I squat or when I lunge or when I'm working on my legs, sure, there's a part of me that's like I would like to have lean and toned legs. But I'm also thinking I want these legs to carry me until I'm old. I, wanna be, I don't want to reach a, a stage in my life where I need someone to help me get off the toilet or help me get out of bed. Right. And that's, that's the picture I keep in mind whenever uh, I'm working out or whenever I'm trying to, to you know, care for my body. Uh, that's what I mean when I say functional
0: right and it's exactly like what what where my thinking is now you know it's like uh, back to the point of, of yoga like you know when i used to deadlift deadlift at the gym or squat i was able to to move very very heavy weights and i transitioned to yoga and i was barely able to do any of the the more complex or advanced functional movements you know like pistol or or single leg legged squats um holding a downward dog for more than like two minutes you know, planking for, for quite some time and transitioning to different poses. You get the point. And I'd follow these instructors online who, again, had fit bodies, but it wasn't like, wow, you know, six-pack 6, uh, six back abs and just shredded and like 0% body fat. If I saw them on the street with a shirt, I'd be like, all right, fit dude. But what's, what's more inspiring is, you know, when you're in that shape, you go to the beach, you take off your shirt. It's not just about the aesthetic is one angle of it. You know, and for some people, it could motivate. I'm I'm not saying that that's not important. I think feeling good in your clothes, putting on a shirt, and as a guy, maybe not seeing a belly. I think that, to me, is personally uh, important. Of course,
1: I I do think it's rewarding. That's not... not, We're we're not kidding ourselves. We're not kidding ourselves. It's really rewarding to look in the mirror and like what you see. And it's really rewarding to, like, when you look good and you dress good, society, it's sad but true, like, they treat you better. Yeah, people and, and, you, you. and you get more
0: confidence. So get more there, confidence. there is a bit advantag- of, course, of advantage. Of course. Of
1: course, let's let's not be ignorant about it. I do think though, that you should always keep in mind that just because you see someone who is thin doesn't mean that they're necessarily healthier or happier than someone who's not. I personally know many people who are not who are like size eight, 10, 12, whatever you want, and they're in a much better place in their life than, than people I know who are size zero. Mm-hmm. Like clinically, professionally, what, like whatever you want. Like on a personal level, I know people who are size two, but they maintain that because they smoke a pack of cigarettes a day, for example. I
0: mean, at the end of the day, I think what, what we're really trying to communicate here in a nutshell is that health goes beyond just how someone looks. Mm-hmm. Appearance is one factor. Health is a much broader spectrum, and I think as you grow older, you know, certainly past twenty-five, health encompasses things like nutrition, fitness, but also sleep. Uh, health encompasses relationships, water, drinking water. water, movement, being outdoors. Just wear
1: your sunscreen, guys. Yeah, exactly. It's skin cancer awareness month.
0: Believe it or not, um, you know, GK is on the sunscreen, and you know what? I'm I'm I got to a point in life where I'm confident, and I'm gonna say it. And i put sunscreen every every morning. Okay, well. Uh, thanks again. Hopefully, this was an interesting talk. I, I know we hit on different topics, and I know that
1: there's definitely way more that we can talk about this. Mm-hmm. If you have any thoughts, um, ideas, as usual, slide into our DMs, uh, shoot shoot us a text if you know us that well, um, and thanks for listening.
0: Move, feel happy, take care of yourself.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode. If you found this valuable,
0: please subscribe and feel free to carry on the conversation.